Welcome to Music Break. Keep it going, Paul. No, nope, keep it going. We're sticking with it. I'm your co-host, Paul Champanelli. And with me, as always, is your other co-host, Kirk Pinchon. Normally, <laughs> normally, normally, sometimes. But we're not doing things normally, obviously. No, it's a little different today. Normally, each episode of the show is about a particular topic. But not this one. Why not, Craig? Because tonight we are grab bag. It's a grab bag episode. Grab bag number three, uh, which we've settled into doing every ten episodes or so because they're just fun to do. Yep. And when it's a grab mat, when it's a grab bag, that means me and Craig just picked a bunch of cool videos we like. Yep. Simple, but still the most important part is that if you, the listener, go to musicraygon.com/playlists. You'll find a playlist of the videos we're going to watch, so you can watch them too. Uh, but before we get into the grab bag, I want to make listeners aware of our new mini episodes, yes. which they may already be aware of, because by the time they hear this episode that they're listening to right now, I think two mini episodes that is correct. are available. They may already have listened to them. Um, we moved our Don't At Me segment to our mini episode, mm-hmm. so if you're looking for Don't At Me, we're not going to... It's not in the grab bag tonight. It's not in the bag. So don't add us about the don't add us. Uh, The mini episodes, if you subscribe to Music Raygun, you will get them in your feed along Mm -hmm. with all the other episodes. If you go to musicraygun.com to listen to the episodes for some reason that I don't understand. (laughs) Uh, I put them up there. I don't know why someone would do that. But they're not there. You have to subscribe to get them. You can subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, on Google Play Stitcher, Pocket Cat, all that stuff. Oh, so subscribe, all of them. and you'll get a ten to fifteen minute mini episode on alternate weeks from the regular episodes. And it's delightful. Yeah, we play Trivial Pursuit. Yep. To warm up, we do a little bit of chat. We do a little don't have me, and then uh, and there you go. Yeah, that's it. And then yeah. we kindly fuck off and leave you alone after just fifteen <laughs> minutes instead of an hour and a half. That's like right. Normal. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. spare you some time because you know people are listening to our show in segments if they listen at all. I listen to it straight through. Do you? Oh, well, okay, good. That's right. Um, but yeah, let's get it. Let's just get right into the uh, bag. Let's dive in. Uh, your clip is first. Yes. Uh, I was just saying to Craig before I hit record. I haven't watched any of the videos ahead of time that he sent me, but I saw the name of the band from yep. this first video, and I was very surprised that you chose. I it. figured you would be. Let's talk about them. This Who are is Bad Manners doing Lorraine. Okay. And when I picked it, I figured, oh, Paul knows who Bad Manners is. I definitely know who Bad Manners is. What I know about them is I I love first wave ska, yeah. the precursor to reggae and Rocksteady. Mm-hmm. I love second wave, aka two-tone ska from the early 80s, including bands like The Specials, mm-hmm. uh, The English Beat, yeah. uh, Madness, and Bad Manners. Let me throw you a quick question because yeah. I just thought of it. What do you think of general public? Is that not ska enough for you? That's just pop, English pop music. Yeah, I would say so. I don't consider them yeah. ska. I, I love general public because yeah. they're not ska. <laughs> because they're, because they're uh, English pop from the 80s. And sure. Album. I just wanted to know because they were part of uh, English beat. Bad, bad manners I'm not overly familiar with. I feel like they're the least known of the two-tone ska. Oh, I set that up just to say, like, I fucking hate third wave 90s ska. I have no time. That's no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. The stuff my brother loves. The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Is that that? Right, New England Zone. Oh, they're from England. Dickie Barrett's from Providence. Hey, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
Um, um, they're a Boston band. Get it? The Bostones. Uh, no, I hate them. <laughs> I also know Bad Manners because the lead singer looks like me. <laughs> He's as a ball guy. <laughs> now, here's the thing about Bad Manners, and here's yeah. why I put this on. I I don't hate this song. I don't really know this song on radio. It wasn't played on radio in 1980, at least yeah. in Cleveland, Ohio. But I know it from the video, and this is one of those prime examples of me going, did I make up this song in video? <laughs> because I never heard it or saw it again till YouTube came around. Yeah. And once YouTube came around, I went, oh, I can look that up. And I didn't know that I didn't know bad manners. I didn't yeah. know the name. I just knew the hook and chorus was Lorraine. Okay. So I just put Lorraine video and up pops bad, bad manners. manners. Lorraine. That's such a weird feeling when you have Thank God for the internet, oh, where you have cool. like a vague childhood memory yeah. and you can't even describe it to other people. Yeah. And this is 1980, so I was 10. Yeah. And I was like, I think that's a song. Yeah. I know I saw the video because I remember the video is very distinct. Yeah. And uh, and sure enough, uh, it's a real thing. And I was like, oh, thank God. I'm not insane. Yeah. Yeah. There was a time not long ago where you would just have to live the rest of your life and yeah. never be able to you, figure you that out. Live in misery going, yeah. I guess I'll never know. So let's watch the video from 1980 for Lorraine by Bad yes. Manners. It's a weird-ass video. <laughs> but it's like a catchy song. Yeah. There's, and we've had Madness on the... Yeah, so it's uh, similar. These guys are way wackier than Madness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I can't remember the lead singer's name, but he was a real weirdo. Yeah. And just the whole fact that there's harmonica involved. And they're... They're, they're all sitting around. He's dressed like King Henry VIII. Yes, and there's a couple others who are dressed medievally and others yeah. who are not. Right. So they're sitting hard. around a big feast at a table with a candelabra in the middle and it's yeah. all very old-timey. And then Lorraine is a stuffed doll. Sex doll? Sex Before like sex a, dolls were a thing? Like a, well, yeah, like a... So you're saying, when I find her, I'm going to kill her. Okay. I think that's right. When I find her, I'm going to kill her. But yet it's a puppy song. And I was just like, this is so odd. This is what I remember most. Him just going, Lorraine, Lorraine, Lorraine. It is super catchy. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't like this kind of music. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, It's fine. but this yeah, they're definitely good. trying to like out goofy madness. Yeah, which is hard to do, and they're succeeding. Yeah. And the reason why I saw this video and remember it, uh, you'll see that it says VH1. I, I never saw it on VH1. Yeah. Uh, in 1980, VH1 was something around. In 1980, I didn't have MTV. MTV wasn't even around. Uh, yeah, it was like 81. But there was a syndicated show out of LA called, I believe it was called MV3, mm-hmm. which. For those who were in the 80s or know the 80s stuff, was hosted by Richard Blade. Okay. Richard Blade is a big 80s DJ a host. I don't, I don't know the name. He was in the movie Girls Just Want to Have Fun with uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and Helen Hunt. Oh. A fine 80s movie. Never heard of that. It's wacky. Um, so he hosted this show, and that was on it. And that's the only reason why I know this video, because it was I don't remember seeing it on TV. By the time I got MTV, this yeah, song was old. But you know specifically that you saw it on that. I saw it on that show. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, forgot about it. And then, you know, I was like, oh, this is a thing. Yeah, it's early enough, too, that the budget for this is shoestring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a soundstage. Yeah, it's like with a, a black table. box sort of set. It might as well probably be a theater, a black box yeah. theater. And then they cut every now and then to them kind of in concert, but not really. 
Uh, I have to say, I really like so much. <laughs> I figured you would. Yeah. They're so weird. Yeah, they're definitely doing sort of, you know, ska bands were like this. Yeah, ska bands were like wacky. I mean, I think the specials were like relatively normal. The English beat weren't that weird. Yeah. They're definitely trying to do a madness sort of thing here. Yeah. yeah. Although, who knows? Maybe madness copied them That's and it just true. got more famous. Yeah. That I, could be. I don't actually know. I don't know either. But uh, thank you, YouTube, for uh, helping you with your childhood. <laughs> validating me. Yeah. Uh, I know you know who Ghostface Killer is. Uh, yes, I do. From Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. Do you know, you, are you familiar with Bad Bad Not Good? No. They're like a Canadian band who play with a lot of hip-hop acts. And they put out an album with Ghostface a couple years ago. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Called uh, Sour Soul. Wow. So uh, the next clip, the one that I picked, is, a, is the video for a song from that album called Ray Gun. Hey! Yeah, and it features MF Doom. Nice. And you know this song. I know you know it. All right. But you don't think you know it? Let's hear it. Let's hear it, and you'll say, oh, I know this. Listeners probably know it, too. He's got a cool uh, sort of, like, 70s exploitation movie. Yeah, so far it's... Really cool. I've, I've watched the video a bunch of times and I do not understand the plot. But, <laughs> so there's like a, a, I'll just say there's like a police detective and one of them's Doom and then they go to a strip club and it's 70s and weird. I haven't figured out what's going on. It doesn't really matter. This part sounds familiar. Oh! <laughs> Yay! Yeah. It's our outro music. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking great. I never actually said what our outro music is. No. And I've always been, part of me has wanted to ask. Yeah. I was just having this uh, thought in my head as I was listening to the most recent episode, mm -hmm. the 92, 93 hip hop, which right. everyone should listen to. At the end, I was like, A, I don't know what this song is, yeah. but I'm not going to ask Paul because I don't want to know. Oh, well, now I feel bad that no, I'm going no, to grab Because I enjoy but this is also, and I'm, this is not just because it's our podcast. Yeah. It's the one outro music that I'm like, I'm just going to listen to this whole thing because it's yeah. a great song. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. I mean, I knew it. And then it, just because it's called Ray Gun, I was yeah. like, let me see if I can find like an instrumental. Because a lot of times hip hop albums will release a whole yeah. instrumental version of the album. And indeed, there was one for Sound I'm Soul. so, I'm, I'm, I'm very glad to know this. Yeah. And I'm very happy that this is where it came from because yeah. I had no idea. That is so great. Oh, this is a good song. Oh, Ghostface is my favorite. Holy shit. I've always been a Method Man guy, and I know that's kind of obvious, but... Uh, I mean, look, no one from Wu-Tang is bad. No, no one's doing it, but Method, he was always the most popular. Right? Well, I guess a lot of people love the ODD. But I actually, I really like MF Doom too. Oh, okay. I don't know too much about MF Doom. No, you never heard of like Mad Villainy? Him and Mad Villainy. No. This is great though. Yeah. It's got a real weird video. I keep hearing our outro music, which is great. Yeah. I love it. It is a weird 70s video. Like, it's a drug deal, but then there's a guy with a mask on. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just go to our website and watch the video for yourself. And there's also, oh, it was, then there was a sad stripper. Yeah. And there's a ray gun. 
Yeah, we're actually going to get to see some uh, ray gun action. Nice. Wow. Oh, I know. Uh, my favorite way of seeing someone get whacked in a mafia movie the, is the wire. The, the Garrett from behind, yes. especially in a car. I've never seen it anywhere else but in a car. Yeah. It's always in a car. It's a trope. Yeah. Because they did it in The Godfather. That's people right. Like, yeah, we got to do that. Like, people are like, oh, that's how people get whacked. Yeah. I'm, it's, it's pretty ice cold. <laughs> There's a lot of carroting going on here. Yeah. What year was this? 2015. This is only like, oh my god. Yeah, this is pretty new. Oh, now the stripper's got a ray gun. Oh, that's awesome. This is amazing. He was a cop the whole time. The oh, no way. And now he's. There's a whole second half to the song and an even weirder ending to the video. Now there are spaceships who are it's... like coming to pick him up. Because this is not part of our outro. No, because we always fade out before yeah. this part. But it is part of the song. Oh, that's album. interesting. What? Uh, yeah, he's an yeah, alien. He's an alien who wants to be sexy. Like, she home. killed him, but then he's in the field. None of this is making any sense to someone just listening. And I'm sure there was no weed involved when they came up with this idea. Oh, uh, this is the most... This is this is very much a marijuana music. Yeah. So I got an idea, guys. Maybe a little bit mushroomy, but it's a bad trip. It's a yeah. It's great that the song is so good, otherwise you'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah. But the song is so good. Oh, and then there's just credits rolling. Yeah. So what do they call this? This is from like those Shaw Brothers come to Yes, music. exactly. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly yeah. what it was. Which I yeah. only know because Tarantino was. Yeah. Uh, I've seen some of those. Um, and Ghostface Killer was always a big fan because he does, he, he had yeah. a martial arts movie. And um, it's like the 36 Chambers of Shaolin. is exactly what it is. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm so, I am glad that you, oh, this is great. That was yeah, I never, I never credited uh, the outro music on the show. So I yeah. figured to make up for it, I'd actually play the. And the fact that it's, a Ray, it's called Ray Gun is wonderful. Yeah. All right. You have tried to get this song <laughs> in I have. a couple of times. Yep. Uh, what is it? And we'll, why are you why saying it with such disdain? Because it's oh, because I have disdain for it. <laughs> oh, is that why? Yes. Okay. The song, the band, both. Both. Okay. Yeah. This is the Little River Band, <laughs> which I can't believe. Right. It's, uh, now the little. It's weird. The Little River Band was big in the late 70s, early 80s, and then they just fucking disappeared. Yeah. But they were big in the sense they must have had like four or five top 10 hits. Mm-hmm. Um, they were very nondescript. They weren't dynamic in any shape, way, or form. Yeah. I was still a little <laughs> young for them to know if they were they were just on the radio. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they had one song, which we're going to listen to, which is called Reminiscing, mm-hmm. and uh, which I think is maybe 78, 79. And the reason why we're listening to it, because it was the other song in my childhood that scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, you originally wanted to put this in the Halloween episode. Yes. And we had some extras, so I had to cut some things. And I yes. asked you, like, why, why is this Halloween? And you <laughs> yeah. were like, oh, because it terrified me as yes. a kid. And I was like, all right, well, if we have to cut something, I don't yeah. know if that fits the theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm fine to have it in the grab bag. Uh, and it makes no sense why this song would scare me. Is it the, the song scared you or the video or both? Or? I never knew that there was a video Okay, uh, until a couple of years ago. So the song we're about to hear. So if the song was on the radio. Scared At me. night, it would, 
not freak me out, cry. Yeah. But it would, it would, I, I would get anxious. The Little River Band. Yes. Was too intense for me. It was somehow. too intense. And this You were a sensitive little man. I was a man, sensitive little child. I couldn't deal. I don't know why, because here's the thing now. I love this song now. Okay. This isn't like Bob Seeger with that fucking Hollywood Nights, which is a piece of shit song. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I hear that yeah. song and it still sucks. The Silver Bullet Band. Silver the Little Bullet River Band. Band. The Little River Band is better. <laughs> um, but you hear the song yeah. and you'll go, oh, this is a Kirk song. Why is he remotely afraid of it? Yeah. But you were – look, I think all children have a couple of things that scare them for yes. reasons that are just – But this is odd. Primal yeah. somehow. Like, yeah. like, uh, like it literally it, couldn't be – more like toothless. Yeah, exactly. Sort of it couldn't be more of a Kirk song. Yeah. In, in, like this, this song is so in my wheelhouse. Yeah. And it's just a bunch of nondescript Australian guys. Oh, they're Australian? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's a great song, though. I love this song. Now. It's fine. I mean, it's it's dentist office music. Oh, it's full yeah, dentist. Yeah, yeah. You'll hear this in like a diner. Sure. Yeah. But it's... um. For some reason, I would hear this and it, it just made me anxious. I have no idea why. Wait, here's what I want to hear this song. Literally, as I'm dying. <laughs> like, as in, like, to soothe you into this mortal yes. coil? Yes, exactly. Like, as I'm taking my last breaths, whether it's, like, on my deathbed or, or I don't know, I've just been shot and I'm bleeding out and I'm, or I'm drowning... <laughs> However I die, in those last moments when the endorphins rush through yep. you so that you just go out peacefully, yep. which I hope is true no matter how you die, yep. I just want to hear reminiscing <laughs> by the little river. Oh, that's so head, funny. Like, yeah, I'm okay with <laughs> okay, this. Okay. And just sink into black. And you just take that final... <sighs> yeah. Uh, so actually, beautiful. I'm sorry, it would have been perfect for Halloween. Yeah, it would have. <laughs> maybe that's what you sensed. That it's about death. Maybe, maybe on some level in your childhood brain, you could tell, like, this song is death. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's about leaving this earth. Yeah. This is the best part. Yeah. yeah. As you're dying. Play me out. <laughs> and it's funny. All their other songs, I go, meh. I don't really give a fuck about any other songs. Yeah. I just love I think this we song. just solved a mystery of the universe. <laughs> we did. When you die, you hear the little Banks <laughs> reminiscing. And it's okay. Yeah. It's So it's actually a peaceful it death. It okay. So death is welcoming. Yeah. Death is actually exactly. a fun thing. Oh, it's great. This is so great to know. <laughs> I hope I haven't ruined the song for you forever. Not at all. I love the song even more now. Um, I'm like, when I put this on, when I sent this to you, I was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to this for five times in a row. And I listened, I just, I just kept getting repeat on Spotify. I'm like, I'm just going to keep playing this song. There's a great running gag in the movie The Other Guys. Oh, I love that movie. Do you? It's a fucking great movie. That's the one where it's Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. Yeah, it's hysterical. And Will Ferrell's like a real, like super square by yep. the book, like desktop. Yes. And there's a running gag where he like loves the Little River Band. Which is hysterical because it's it, it exactly fits his what character. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy that the song doesn't scare me anymore as a grown ass man. Right. Um, yeah, I have I have no explanation. Like some to- some songs are like. 
Like the wall. The wall is kind of a creepy song. By the Little River? No, by Pink Floyd. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you kind of go, like another oh. brick in the wall? Yeah, like that's kind of a creepy song. You can see it, because that was a little bit later, but I was still And that scared you? It didn't scare me, but it was kind of like creepy. It's ooky. Yes. Yeah. This scared me more, but I think it's because I was younger. Okay. Yeah, Pink Floyd came out a little later. Horn solo. Sure. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, the last thing you hear. It's the last thing you hear. So, yeah. Fade out. Yeah. I've just talked myself into liking this song. It's <laughs> yeah. like, it's kind of badass now. Yeah, it's kind of hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> Dare I say it's God. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like they're in heaven. Like, they're just sort of drinking port wine yeah. and playing pool. They're, smoke, they're like, having smokes. They're having fun. Yeah. They don't know the camera's on them. They don't know they're doing a video. Yeah. The sax is playing. They're, like, playing pool. They yeah. may even play. You know what? The turmoil of life is over, and they I, just get to enjoy their their. I think they're playing reward. snooker, if I'm not mistaken, actually. Probably yeah. Australian. Uh, uh, yeah. Snooker's... Sounds like an yeah. Australian. Uh, that was that was delightful, and now I, I can't. I, now I'm confident when I die that everything will be okay. Yeah, and I wouldn't mind like if heaven is a billiard hall, <laughs> billiard hall with a bunch of Australian guys. <laughs> I can have some port, and there's 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 worse heavens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're gonna watch a video that I showed you before once after we tape uh, recorded an episode, taped an episode. I <laughs> taped. Jesus, <clears throat> dating myself. Uh, because in the last grab bag episode we did. Mm. Uh, we looked at a Captain Beefheart video oh boy. for the big single from his last album before he retired from music. Yeah. Now we're going to watch a video of the very first single by Captain Beefheart and the Magic Band from 1966. It's a cover of Bo Diddley's Diddy Wah Diddy. Okay. So it's, it's pretty, he's not that weird yet. It's oh. fairly straight ahead blues. But this is a clip from a television show called... American Bandstand. Yay! And we're going to watch a bunch of mid-60s teens get down to Captain Beefheart. <laughs> How is that even Band. possible? But before they play the song, there's a really great segment where Dick Clark has one of the teen girls call Captain Beefheart on the phone for an interview. Ooh, okay. Do you not remember watching this? I do vague. I do. I that. I do remember. I do remember the yeah. interview. Yes, it's real weird. This was yes. the song. I've talked in the past about how like a lot of garage rock bands back in the '60s would have hits regionally, mm-hmm. like because of the way radio worked. You could be in you know Cleveland mm-hmm. and with your Cleveland garage band. Yes, and you, Cleveland radio would play it. Yeah, and that's locally happened. you'd be a hit, but it wouldn't necessarily go Latin. Yeah. So the first Captain Beefheart single was a hit in L.A. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. I know so many guys who like Captain Beefheart. Yeah, I like, I mean, I like him casually. I fully remember this. Here on the hotline we go, who do we have today here? Hello, Dick. This is Captain Beefheart of the Magic Band. (laughs) That's already weird. He's already, like, I know he's not acting weird, but just his intonation. Yeah. It's weird. This is Captain Beefheart at, like, 25 years old. And he sounds like he's 40. <laughs> well, he's got a rich... He has a rich baritone. Uh, stentorian baritone. Oh, good word. Yeah, good word. Hold on a second. May I have your name? And also, like, it's 66, so they're just on the cusp of sinking mm-hmm. into the counterculture, but it's still pretty, like, square kids. Oh, yeah. And wearing, I mean... Like, the kids dancing are wearing suits and ties still. It's black and white television. And this girl who's about to talk to Beefheart on the phone couldn't be more like girl next door. Yeah, she's got a dress on and everything. I think her name's even like Karen or something like that. Oh, that's great. I'm an age. I'm Kathy Fletcher, 17. Kathy, Kathy Fletcher. Fletcher. That's so perfect. That's so perfect. And she's 17. Captain, this is Kathy with question number one. 
Who thought of the name of the group? I thought of the Captain Beefheart <laughs> and the rest of the group. I mean, come on, band. it's weird. Question number two. Uh, how many members are in the Magic Band? She could possibly care less about these questions. Oh, you mean she's not just asking these off the top of her head? Do you think they're written down? Do you think someone else wrote them for her? I'm going to go out on a limb and say possibly. I think the producers told her what to ask. Yep. Magic band. There are two guitars, a bass, and drums. And the last one? Why do you think your band is becoming so popular? I think it's that sound. I think that She's never even heard this song. No, she has no idea who Catherine Beefheart is. Yeah. They're just like, do you want to be this? She's like, yeah, I'll do this. And in typical like rock interview fashion, the answer is like, why do you think your band's so popular? <laughs> I think it's that sound. Yeah. Think, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think it's that sound. Coming in very strong. I think that people are beginning she to listen to the She keeps looking at the camera, which is great. He also just said, I think people are beginning to listen to the lyrics. <laughs> The name of the song is Diddy Wah Diddy, and the lyrics are Diddy Wah Diddy. And get the feeling of the blues. Captain oh. Beefheart, here's what you're talking about. I just love seeing and hearing Dick Clark say Captain Beefheart. Yes. Again, another example of he has no idea who Captain Beefheart is. Yeah. No clue. But boy, that was a good segue yeah. he did. He's like, he, he knows his job. I like how they're standing around waiting. Yeah. Oh, here's the song. I <laughs> just didn't look at her. Yeah. She's apparently still talking to him. Apparently. This isn't awful. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a straight ahead. Yeah. So. It's a straight ahead, not weird. Yeah. It's still a little weird to see an American bandstand and these really kids dancing to it like it's a sock hop. Like, I almost want to believe that someone put this on YouTube. And this is actually a different song, and they just put Captain Beefheart, o- Captain Beefheart over it. It looks like that. Yeah, it feels like it. Like it just is a, a contrast. And I can't. <laughs> there's like there was a little boy, and there's like kind of the mom. I yeah, didn't realize they had such a mixed crowd. Hold on. And I, it does. It almost feels like it's a different song they're dancing to. It's it's not a bad song, but no. the way that everyone is smiling and grooving to it, yes. you're like, there's no way all these people actually like this. No. <laughs> there are some genuine people who are liking it, and the some just have it plastered on their face. They're like, we have to smile because it's American Bandstand. Like, this is a song where it's like, I want to walk into, like, a smoky bar where, yeah. like, a bunch of Hells Angels are playing This is drinking music. music. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This isn't... It's, it's not American Bandstand. No, music, but it's, it's like not. if it look, it's a hit. It's on the charts. What are we gonna do, guys? Yeah, it's on the charts. I don't know what the kids want anymore, but this is what they want. Look, so we're gonna play. It. We're just gonna get, we'll do a quick phone call. We'll do a song. We'll wrap it up. It'll be fine. Yeah. We don't have to talk about it again. Hey, Dick, who's number nine this week? Uh, some motherfucker named Beefheart. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I will just get him on the phone. <laughs> I don't want him in my fucking studio. Okay, he's not going to be in my fucking studio. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> the Magic Band like <laughs> actually on band? That would be so uncomfortable. Yeah. No, this is one of those phone bands. Yeah. All right, <laughs> this is a phone band. Okay, yeah. we'll give him a couple seconds. We, the song's on the charts. We have to play it. We're not going to make America look at that. <laughs> yeah, that's disgusting. I don't know what Captain Beefheart looks like, but I know I don't. That's right. No, by that name is not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly what happened. But this was, I mean, this is even before Safe as Milk came out. This is like the first Captain Beefheart. That's the great sound of the Magic Band with this Captain Beefheart. Diddy Wah Diddy. And if you want to keep your breath and your teeth clean and fresh, <laughs> who doesn't? Watch this message from Dentine. Uh, Captain Beefheart brought to you brought by, by Dentine. 
Now he says the magic band with Captain Beefheart. Yeah. Is it is that correct or is it Captain Beefheart and the Magic Band? It technically it's Captain Beefheart and oh. the Magic. I think it might be and his magic band. Oh, okay. Or I, I might have made that up. Mm. Um I don't know at all who this next band is. So I've mentioned them to... before. Mm-hmm. You're gonna know some of their work. Okay. <clears throat> this is one of my favorite bands from the 80s. Yeah. Called Full Force. Okay. Um, I know them well. I've yeah. seen them in concert. I mentioned in the have. previous show, they opened up for Cameo. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. I'm Cameo. sure when you said it, it just went yeah. in one ear and went out the other because I don't know the name Full yeah. Force. They, I saw them in 86. Full Force opened for them. Um, as we play, they're an interesting looking band. Yeah. Um, I know all their names uh, by heart. I know who plays what. I'm going to do it now because they, you'll see it. On, you'll, you'll see it. They do it in the video, but I knew it before the video. Yeah. Okay. They're, I'm picturing you now uh, as a little boy. Well, 16. Lying on the floor of your room on your belly with a copy of Tiger Beat open, and you're like kind of kicking your legs back and forth, like I know all the names of Full Force. <laughs> That's exactly how it was, Paul. Yeah. yeah. So there's the lead singers are Bo Legged Lou and Paul Anthony. They're brothers. Okay. Uh, or they're related. Uh, drummer B Fine, also related to them. Not Beef Heart, but B Fine. B F I N E. I get it. Lead guitarist Kurt K U R T T T. Bassist Shy Shy. And keyboardist Baby Jerry. Now you will know Paul Anthony, B Fine, and Bo Legged Lou because they were the villains in House Party. Oh, that's how a lot of people know them. They were the okay. villains in House Party. If if I can't say with one hundred percent certainty that I've seen House Party, and if I have, it's when I was young and I don't remember. Mm-hmm. So your confidence in my ability to recognize them, I don't have in myself. We're going to watch House Party because <laughs> it is a fantastic movie. We have we have often <laughs> talked about very vague plans to have a music ray gun movie. Like yes. offshoot where we watch music related movies. We can make that add happen that to the list. Yes. Um, so let's just this is their first single. This is a great song title with great punctuation. Yes. Called Alice, comma, mm-hmm. I want you just for me. Exclamation, exclamation point. I hate exclamation points in writing. I love them in song titles. <laughs> You're gonna love this song. This is the The remix. So it's real okay. bottom heavy. It's really they are doing choreography, which yeah, I didn't which expect. Yep. And they're an actual band. Mm-hmm. They actually played instruments. This song doesn't have a lot of instruments. What year is it? This is probably 84, 85. It's a Kirk. Kirk's song, Kirk. so it's 1984. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to play for a little bit. Yeah. It's great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. One of them is shirtless with a jacket on. Yep. And white and tights with decoration on them. Yep. Right. White, white, tight white pants. Yeah. The other one's shirtless and wearing, I don't know what you'd call it. It's a mesh t shirt. Oh, is that a mesh? I thought it was like a harness. It's a a mesh, it's a mesh black uh, um, um, undershirt. Okay. Uh, A bandana on his head. Yep. uh, uh, Thick belt, uh, metal belt, Mm -hmm. and black tights. A metal belt with like metal like, are they studs or like discs? Yeah, or, they're discs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're discs, and they both have gorgeous Jerry curls. Yes, and they are shredded. They are yeah. so buff. Um, so 
When I first heard this song, I just went, oh, fuck yeah. I love Bullfish. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had, like, their first four albums. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> you had four full Yeah, they had, like, six or seven albums. Yeah. So here's why, because you look at it now and you're like, wow, this is kind of silly. And I can see why, because it's very, it's very of its time. Yeah, it's a but, little uh, light on the production yes. value. Now, here's, the, here's what's amazing. Yeah. They are uh, actually pretty big-time producers. Okay. So, wait, I just like this part for a second. <laughs> um, uh, this is so good. So, they produced uh, many, many hits for like 20 years. Yeah. Their first big hit was Roxanne, Roxanne by okay. UTFO. You know yet, Roxanne? By, no, sir. You don't know Roxanne, Roxanne by Whoa, UTFO? Oh, no. <laughs> that is like, that is a, that is a hip hop classic. Maybe yeah. if I heard it. No, you'll let. We're gonna play it later. Okay. <laughs> okay. So they produced that. They yeah. produced Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam. Okay. Uh, which you would recognize as well. Um, so they produced a lot of people in the '80s, and then in the '90s, yeah. they uh, stopped recording because they kind of came out of fashion. And then they produced a bunch of Britney Spears and Backstreet Boys. Oh shit! Yeah. So they're responsible for the '90s yeah. band wave. That and- song. Uh, the Backstreet song, As Long As You Love Me, yeah. is theirs. Okay. That's their song. Okay. They wrote it for This is them. not making me like them. Yeah. <laughs> but it's making it a little more legit because they're getting paid. <laughs> full Force Get Busy One Time was a catchphrase. That full I, Force Get Busy full One Force Time? Get, that was the name. And that became the name of their second album. Uh, full Force Get Busy One Time! Exclamation point. Yep. Um, but I genuinely love this band. Um it, it, if, if I didn't know any better, I would think it was a parody. Yeah, I can understand. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous when you look at it in, in the lens of 2018. The video's pretty simple. They're performing the song live. Yes, at like a saloon. It looks like a, like a, like a supper club or yeah. something, but the yeah. way that it's all women in the crowd and they're responding almost like it's sort of a Chippendale. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um... Cool camera effect. <laughs> it's right. See? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's still to this day, I have not gone, oh, they're kind of silly, really, because I go, no, they're fucking cool. <laughs> I fucking love How them. were they live? They were great live. Yeah. Um, because they were way high energy. Okay. And they choreographed and they could play their instruments. I'm going to tell you what they did, which was not cool. They did this joke, and it's the thing I remember most of this whole concert. It was Full Force and Cameo. I remember this thing with Full Force more. They stopped the show, like like they're doing a little banter, and they're like, "Ladies and gentlemen, I want uh, I want to um, welcome a very special friend in the audience right now watching. He's a good friend of Full Force. Ladies and gentlemen, Eddie Murphy." And this is 86, and people freak out. Yeah. People start standing. They start rushing the stage, looking to see where they're, he's pointing to. And Bully Lou goes, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. You look just like Eddie Murphy. That's the joke. Wow, fuck you. Yeah, not funny. No, that's not funny in two ways. Yeah, exactly. Mean to the woman. Yeah. And also, no Eddie Murphy. Yeah, and you just gave thousands of people blue balls. Yeah. Like, we were all like, oh, my God, Eddie Murphy came to Cleveland? Yeah. Oh, my God, how, why, what's he doing in Cleveland? Is he doing a movie? And he said that. I was like, oh, dude. That must have been confusing, too, because in the moment where people just like, 
Wait a minute. Was that is it a joke? Is Eddie Murphy yeah. coming or not? It didn't Wait, really. What? It didn't really play as a joke. Yeah. And then I think people kind of went, ah, okay. That is a joke that non-comedians on yes. cocaine come up with. <laughs> yeah. Like they thought of it backstage and they were like, oh, you know what I'll say? Let's and do it. Like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. It's a great and idea. Then the, and they're like, let's yeah. do it at every city. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, uh, it's, it, that's, it, a, that's just not. A joke. It's not cool. It's not, it's not a, a joke. It's not funny. It's bad on many levels. But that being said, I'm still a uh, full force fan. Okay. Uh, for life. Um, I don't know how to explain this next guy. Don't know anything of it. No, this is not okay. This is a internet weirdo who hasn't even gone viral. I know about him because an ex improv friend of mine, like, had a friend whose sister's cousin. Or something like that dated this guy and so oh my god and so he knew about him this is real j-o-b this be more this is the ultimate grab bag yeah this is a real this is this is like deep youtube wow he's just he's a guy in la who like he records his own music makes his own music videos and puts them on youtube like a lot of people sure that's a thing and this is like remember bev and bob yeah from previous episodes sure the couple who do karaoke from previous episodes yeah and they're not like really talented but they just, they have their little project and it's great. They have fun and good for them. And yeah. I love to watch them because they're having fun. They're enjoying I themselves. Like to watch it. I, I kind of feel the same way about Real J.O.B. I don't know who he is in real life. I don't know what his real name is. Explain to me one more time how you discovered him. Someone who was on my improv team years ago when uh-huh. I did improv. Mm-hmm. knew someone who was related to someone who had a friend who dated this guy. <laughs> That's the like, best Like part. six times removed. I would rather have you discover it that way than you just trolling through the internet yeah. and randomly finding this. At the time that I was introduced to this man's mm-hmm. work, yeah. his oeuvre, if you will. Another good word. He only had like two or three weird videos mm-hmm. on YouTube and he's released about one a year. Oh my God. <laughs> Since then. This is one that did, that wasn't uploaded yet. This one, uh, we're going to watch his music video for I Wanna Rock and Roll. This is from 2016. I have uh, no idea what this is going to be. And like, dude, I had so much trouble picking which one we were going to watch. <laughs> this show like, they're all so different yeah. and all so strange mm-hmm. and delightful in a very special way. Um, but I'm going to watch... I wanted to watch I Want to Rock and Roll because I feel like if we're going to watch more J-O-B in the future, and I feel like we will. (laughs) Okay. Even though this is a newer song, I feel like it's a great statement of purpose for real J-O-B. It's always good to start with a statement of purpose. Yeah. And the video is great, but not super elaborate. So I want to to build in the future. All right. All right. Um, And again, I am not throwing shade on this man. Mm -hmm. I love his work. Like you threw shade on Pull Force? A few, <laughs> a few times a year, I will I will search for him in YouTube to see if he's done anything yep. new. And every once in a while, they, there's a new one. Uh, you're you're a bonafide fan, then. Yes, I I, I make it a point to search for new right. job content. And he oh he's got a little like spoken to the camera interview about what this song means and what he wants to do. Right. Sounds like he's in a restaurant. I think it might be. I want to inspire myself. I want to. I want to rock and roll. Rock and roll. I 
Wow. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with this. Wow. I, I mean, his hair is pretty bitchin'. His fucking outfit's cool as shit. He's wearing uh, like a, a a a suit, a three piece suit vest. Yes, and it, and it with a dress shirt that has had the sleeves ripped yeah. off, so it's sleeveless with the tie. Yeah, and the little like pocket chain. He's got a the great vest. pocket watch. He's got great slacks. He looks sharp. He looks fucking still, cool. But the arms are ripped off, so you know he wants to rock and roll. Yeah, and he's got he. This is like a new hair hairstyle for him, where he's got. I the, love like, that you know that. Sides, like, but he's it's still long on top. He's doing a different he's, look. Dude, he's going to whip his hair back and forth in this video. I insist that. Because it's did. rock and roll. Also, by the way, Bill J.O.B., handsome man. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. He's a handsome, I think, like Indian man. He could be a model. Yeah. And, and he's cut. Yeah. Uh, and he's, he's gonna, he shows off his body more <laughs> in other videos. Yeah. Someday we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this is this rocks, doesn't it? This is it's something. I'm speechless. I love that note. <laughs> wow. He's he's weighing heavy on the the hair women. It, I mean. It's like a signature. Honestly, it's it's the best part of the video. He has <laughs> definitely found something there. Yeah, no, he's found his his, his the hair uh, whipping no. back and like the head banging looks great. Yeah, he I, I would venture to say that he writes and performs all of the instruments. I would his, insist on, on his it. Own songs. I mean, I don't know how he's holding or playing that guitar. It looks really uncomfortable. The way that he's, I mean, obviously it's a music video, so he's miming to yeah. a studio recording of the song. Yeah. The way he's holding the guitar, when he's holding the car, like, you know, yeah. he's, sometimes he's holding it, sometimes he's not. When he's holding it and miming playing it, indicates that he doesn't know how to play the guitar. It indicates how he doesn't know how a guitar works, almost. Also, what indicates that is the sound of the guitar on the track. <laughs> That's another one. It's also, the whole video is him in a corner of a room. Yeah, it's just an empty room. Just a base. Oh, 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 now we're getting some action shots. Now he's turned around in his bed. He's, he's in bed and he can't sleep. Because he wants to rock and roll? It's, it's 3.28 a.m. And he's, he wants to rock and roll. He's got to get up because he needs to rock and, he needs to rock and roll. He needs to, uh, he's, he, got, did he, he, have, he's got a poster of the Beatles. Yeah, he has a well-decorated, yeah. He like, look, he likes rock and roll. He does. Uh, He's from UC Santa Barbara because uh, that's where he, apparently where he, he went, or he just likes nice. their sports. I don't know. Uh, he's got a modest apartment, but he's showing this is this. He's looking at himself in the mirror. Yeah. this is for him to show us. Yeah, his tats. And now he's now he's sitting, sitting at the beach. beach. He's sitting in a in a beach chair, just sort of staring off into the middle distance at the beach. And, but the, the spirit of rock and roll is going to. Oh, and then they just showed him holding his CD. Oh no! Look, this is this is. We're in the past now because we're about to watch him make the outfit. Oh. He's, he's in his walk-in closet and he's like, I need to be more rock and roll. He's looking at his old CD. I see. And he, oh, I get it. I get it. He's wearing a dress shirt and yeah. a tie on the yeah. cover of his CD. Yeah. And he realizes, dude, I'm not fucking rock I'm not rock and roll. roll. I need to change it I want to rock and roll. Yeah. And so I'm gonna, how, how how can I be more rock and roll? Maybe. What's the least rock and roll thing about this CD cover? Is it the tie? No, the tie's no, rock and the roll. The tie's fucking bitching. 
Is it the um, business casual wear? No, I really like this shirt. It's fucking got it in holes. Um, you know, you know what it is. You know what's not rock and roll? Sleeves. Sleeves aren't rock and roll. Sleeves That's are not rock and roll. So let's so, cut them off. Oh, they're showing him cutting the sleeves. Yep. To be fair. The, the difference is the same shirt. It's the, the same, same shirt. It looks way more bitching. Oh, now. it does look better. Yeah, it's it way, better. That was a good, it was a smart. Now he's literally writing the lyrics to I Want to Rock and Roll. I'll be alone. Now he's recording the song we're listening to. It's so meta. It's very layered. And now he's now working he's out. Now running on the beach. He takes two care of himself. That hair. He loves the hair. It's so wise. Like, yeah. The, the, the hair style is equally as different and a good choice as cutting the sleeves off the shirt. Oh, great. 100%. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, I genuinely, like, now he's just doing push-ups, and I love this because this guy, he's living a great life. He's he's making his music, he's on the beach, he's working out. He's fit, he exercises, he goes to the beach, he has a cool apartment. He's, you know, he's decorated with rock and roll posters. He makes the music. He's got a creative outlet. He's a good-looking dude. I assume because of the business casual wear that he's got a day job. I'm hoping. And maybe it's not creatively fulfilling, but it pays the bills, man. And he just, you know, he just he's he, got his projects. And he just wants to rock and roll. And he wants to share it with us. Yeah. And I, I genuinely like, yeah, man, real JLB. Awesome dance moves, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Real J.O.B. is a is a great name. That's yeah, a great actually, stage. Name. That's cool actually guy. a really great stage. Name. That's probably the, his best asset. Yep. Is that he's got a bitchin' rock and roll name. That's and a he, great name. And he has the confidence to not use auto tune. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't need fucking auto tune. <laughs> Lyrics are a little mumbly. Can't yeah. say it. When you call my name, whenever you look my way. Yeah. You okay, we get that he wants to rock and roll. I think this is technically a guitar solo. Uh, according to him. Don't you just want to like I whip think, your hair back and forth? I'm praying to God that he looks like he's got like a pocket shift. Oh, a pocket square. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because he's cl- that's fucking great. That's great that he put the pocket square. Yeah. It is a good look. No, it's a great look for him. Yeah. And since he does, this is like the most DIY shit you've ever seen in your oh, life. Yeah. Like, no stylist told him to do this. No. He figured it out. And this guy is never less than happy. Like, doesn't oh, he yeah. even seem like the happiest dude in the world? He's down the street uh, doing some street, uh, what was it, busking? Yeah, busking. I want to know where he hangs out, because if he busks on a regular basis, I want to find real G.O.B. Some beach. Throw some ducats in the bucket <laughs> yeah. for Ducats in the bucket. Yeah. It's a new song. <laughs> I mean. I love that guy. Somewhere in Santa Monica, I would think. Probably. That feels like it. Oh, man. In future episodes, we're going to hear some of his ballads. <laughs> like Lisa. Oh. Um, uh, oh, he's so good. He's so good. Love real J.O.B. <laughs> Real J-O-B. Yeah. There's a great video where he goes down to Hollywood and Highland and, like, bothers people (laughs) (laughs) to be in his music video. Uh, Does not lack confidence. Yeah. No, he's great. So, I I just love, uh, like, these DIY DIY? YouTube YouTube weirdos. You're a DIY fan. Yeah. 
so who's your next? Who's your oh, next? Oh, next up is Thundercats. Okay. Now, when I hear Thundercats as a child of the '80s, I think of the cartoon, cartoon, yes. superhero yep. alien characters who are part human, part cat. This is not that. This has nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with. That. I have to say, I'm a little disappointed. You've never heard of Thundercat, I think. Because I, I mentioned I've it before. Heard of, I've heard of Thundercats: Lion-O, Panthro, Tigra, Chitara. The main, yeah, you know the stars. Yeah, this is taking on Mumra. <laughs> I, I forgot all. Eighties kids know what I'm talking about. Uh, Thundercat is. Uh, an alternative R&B guy, mm-hmm. um, a bassist and a singer, plays the five-string, mm-hmm. huge fucking five-string. Five-string bass, you mean? Yeah. Okay. And is just plays it like a boss. Yeah. He's a fucking great bassist. Thundercat is the bass player? Thundercat is just a guy. Oh, this is... Oh, I thought These you were saying... I thought you were saying the band is a no. bass and vocal. Sorry, no. It, Thundercat is a uh, solo artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard of him on KCRW. Of course. Of course. Uh, and I only, uh, he's got a couple of uh, albums and songs out. The only reason I know this and why I love it so much is because he's doing a song with Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins. Okay. Which is fantastic. And when this is, is this from? It's like a year ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this is called, and the, he, he played like Fallon or Kimmel or one yeah. of those. It's, this is a great song. Okay. I mean, it's a great, uh, groovy R&B song. The video is really weird, yet heartwarming and sad at the same time sounds like a little bit of everything i don't know what to expect musically because when you were describing the alternative r&b bass player i was like oh it's going to be something kind of funky and they were like michael mcdonald and kenny loggins i was like different vibe this is (laughs) this is uh him uh this is like thundercat honoring uh 80s smooth jazz r&b okay uh but in a little funkier way okay it's a real Kirk, real Kirk, real Kirk song. song. Yeah. It's a real Kirk song, and Mike McDonald can't like it's look great and sound fucking great. Oh, already this is yeah. such a eighties song. Yeah, sort of sound. it sounds like it could. This is Thundercat. That is not Thundercat. Oh. That is an actor in it. So it's like it, this is such a weird video. It's a guy in, with his family. They look sad. They say he should go to TKM Wellness, which is almost like a transcendental meditation place to help you out. When Very you're California. Yes. Why are you? Just see in a second why he's sad and depressed. Yeah. The fake brochure that they printed on Print Shop Deluxe says <laughs> yeah. the slogan for TKM Wellness is "We're here to help, help you." So it's, he's sad because he doesn't have any arms. Oh, okay. Uh, he's an armless guy. He looks sad. Yes, and so he's with his wife and daughter. That was just that hook. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Thundercat's the real deal. Is that a little bit of saxophone on here? No, it's all just keyboards, oh. I think. And then him on the bass. Um, oh, I love that. But he's one of those like contemporary jazz electric yes. basses. Yes, exactly. I got it. So you'll see like him in a Victor Oh yeah, that's Thundercat. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he's a he's a he's a alternative weird looking he's guy. A, he's a weirdo, but yeah. like in a, yeah. But uh, it's great. So. This guy's sad because he has no arms. He's going to go to this wellness center to make him happy again. And in the video, Thundercat is on a TV at all times, as will be Michael McDonald. Is Thundercat supposed to be like the guru of this place? No, they're just on the TV. And there's Kenny Loggins. Oh, wow. Motherfucker can still sing. So this is weird. There's a a medical guy feeling our lead no-arm guy's head. (laughs) 
senses something wrong, smacks him, black ooze comes out. Ooh. And he feels better. Oh, so it's literally like the yeah. black ooze is the physical manifestation of depression. Yes. And so he's still around. He's still in this beautiful... Uh, Did they actually get a no-arm doctor? I is don't that CGI? know. That's what I don't now know. Now that he's taking his shirt off, I was like, oh, he might actually not He have might actually be. I, I hope he is. That would be a really cool. So he's got that big-ass face, as you can see. Oh. Now look at Michael McDonald. Look at that motherfucker. Yeah. And the, he, the slight nod is like, yeah, that's what I do when I see Michael McDonald, yep. too. Like, you go, yeah. At least, look at fucking sound. This doesn't sound so good. Sure. This could be a Michael McDonald song. Yeah. Um, so now the guy's doing some yoga, but he can't lift his arms, and he's sad. And they're like, no, 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 no. It's okay. And whoever this guy is, I love his face, because he's... He's great looking. He's great looking. He's got that great sadness about him. When you say someone has a map of the world on Yes. I'm just hugging him. And now, and now he's thinking about his family as if they're hugging him. I have no idea what this has to do with the song, by the way. But I guess they, they're showing him the way. And now the way he's feeling go. good and he's going to dance. Oh, shit. I'm like, yeah. It's hard to dance with no arms. Yeah. You have no balance, but they've shown him the way, man. Yeah. That's why I'm like, oh, this, it's such an odd video. Yeah, it's yet. a weird combination of weird and beautiful. Yeah, yes, it is. And then it's like, what? The song's just fading out. Yeah. Thundercat's vamping. I kind of wish TK Moments was a real place. Yeah, yeah I, I know. Go there. And now his family is on the TV. Yeah. And it's him traveling around the world. Happy. Wait, now it says TKC. Well, wasn't it TK? I thought it was TK. Maybe that's a... Hold on. Did we just find a weird... (laughs) Did we we solve something? I got to back it up. I thought it was TKM. I could have sworn we said TKM. On the the TV, it says TKC. It does. They definitely made a mistake. The brochure at the beginning says TKM Wellness. Uh, I take back everything I said about how beautiful and good this it's is. It's crap now. They fucked it up. Uh, no, that was a cool. I like to imagine Thundercat was like, I feel like I, like I, I want to get like a Michael McDonald or a Kenny Loggins. Can yeah. we get one of them? And and the record company was like, I don't know, it's going to be tough. Maybe we can get one of them. Yeah. He was like, if we get one of them, that would be great. And then he was like, he was sleeping. And he had a dream, and he was like, I want both of them. <laughs> yeah. Why settle for one? And he went to the record company, he was like, listen, both, get both, get both. Yeah. And they were like, oh, I'm not sure. <sighs> we can't it was going to be tough when it was just one of them. Yeah. But he was like, show me the way. <laughs> and they did. And yeah. they did. Um, but yeah, this has been, uh, this was on Heavy Rotation at KCRW. His album is very... He's got a lot of songs like that. It's all very kind of funk groove oriented. Yeah. No, that was cool. That was very cool. Yeah. See. Heard, yeah. Thundercat. Never heard of him. Yeah. All right. Um, How do you feel about the monkeys? I know people that like them and some I say that they are better than the Beatles. I've heard that been said by some friends. I mean, I, they're not... Better than the Beatles, but I are on par. I should say. I love the monkeys. I uh, when MTV uh, 
played their uh, show in the 80s. They just ran it in constant yeah, rotation. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about. Yeah. Did you watch it? I watched the, the fuck out the, of it. That weird revival in the yeah. 80s when it went on MTV and yeah. brought it back. And I watched like, it. the monkeys. And uh, I watched it. I was like, wow, this show's great. Yeah. Didn't really care about the music, but I was like, oh, this show is great. Yeah. Yeah. And once that happened, like, it didn't have any of the baggage of it. Because in the 60s, people hated them. Yeah. Like, kids liked them. The TV show was for kids. Yeah. The band was for kids. Because they were prefab. Yeah. People shat on them. Yes. Um... But, like, there was none of that in the 80s when people just realized, like, oh, they're super fun. Yeah, this is a really fun, wacky yeah. show. They're also, like, in a lot of ways, genuinely weirder than the Beatles. Yeah. Like, we watched a clip from Head in the Harry Nilsson episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. That Katie and I did when you yeah. were on vacation last summer. I remember summer. that, yeah. That's a real weird movie. Yeah. That's a really yeah. trippy movie. Yeah. Um, the TV show was not as weird, but it was wacky. It was super wacky, yeah. yeah. We're going to watch a clip from an episode of The Monkees called The Monkees Blow Their Minds, which, oh, I if I saw which aired on March 11th, 1968. It is the penultimate episode of the series. Is it? The show only ran for two seasons, 58 total episodes. TV seasons were a lot longer. Yeah, then. I was going to say, Jesus. So this is episode 57 of 58 of The Monkees. Wow. Guest starring Frank Zappa. <laughs> of course. Because I think by the end of the run, they'd been shat on a lot. The show was winding down, yeah. and they didn't really give a fuck like, anymore. They're like, fuck, let's put Zappa on. Let's like call Frank. Yeah. He likes us, <laughs> which he did. Yeah. Zappa loved the monkeys. You would think that would be enough for people to go, okay, yeah. let's, they're, they're, it's, they're at least legit. Right. So this is a clip with Mike Nesmith, the genius of the band. Yes. The best member of the monkey. My favorite monkey, Mike Nesmith. I don't have a favorite monkey, but that's... <laughs> okay, this is a clip of Mike, Mike Nesmith playing Frank Zappa and Frank Zappa playing Mike Nesmith. Hmm. I have to see if I remember this when it's on MTV. Hello, I'm Mike Nesmith and I'm one of the monkeys. Shit, they Tonight, look as my guest fucking alike. I mean, <laughs> Zappa looks like... I mean, I, yeah, kind of. Uh... But, you know, the hat sells a lot. The hat does sell He is wearing the poofball hat yeah. that is uh, that's Smith's signature, which is such a cool yeah. affectation. Oh, yeah. It's a great look. ...television program, which has done so much for all of you young people out there, I have as my special guest none other than Frank Zappa, that world-famous person, participant in, perhaps even leader of, none other than the Mothers of Invention, and here he is, love you, Frank Zappa. Hi, kids. So, <laughs> I Mike, don't remember this. Nesmith is wearing a fake nose. Yes, so blatantly, yeah. Which I feel like if Frank Zappa were a Jewish person would be wildly offensive. Yeah. Uh, but since Frank Zappa is Italian, <laughs> that is what you would call a Roman nose. Ah, which is more dignified. I, I Yes. I guess, I, guess I guess it's not offensive for yeah. Nesmith to be wearing that thing. As a big-nosed Italian man. <laughs> not, You're not offended. Not in love with the choice. Yeah. But Zap is there. So it's he's probably, validated. It's probably his idea. Yes. Also, Nesmith is wearing a fake Zappa mustache and soul Yes. Uh, Zappa has not elected to shave his in order to look <laughs> yeah. more like He's Mike. like, fuck that. Yeah. Uh, Frank Zappa, especially young Zappa here, reminds me so much of my friend Josh who did our theme music. Oh, that's so funny. Like, I want to ask Josh, like, grow a Zappa mustache. I want to see how much you look like him with the facial hair because you might be able to really sell it. Uh. Hi, Mike. Hi. This is 
really, it's really a pleasure to be here. It is? Yeah! It fell off. They have a lot of zany stuff on this program, don't you think? Well, tell me, Fred. Like, it's the second to last episode. They're like, what? Why, we're not even going to script this. Just yeah. it, like, whatever. Just, just put the camera on. It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be oh, fun. his nose fell off. Should we cut? No, just, no, just, just put it back on, Mike. Just keep going. We'll make it work. We're, we need, we'll, yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, Mike. No, you're supposed to talk like Frank. This is one of our cute numbers for the show. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm supposed to be you, and you're supposed to be me, right? You see the way we work this out in advance? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds okay, like When you first got into the psychedelic music business, was it very difficult? That fucking knows people. I know that you used to work in Hollywood a lot. Well, it was more of a come on, guys, let's go kind of situation. On, that's like the Beach Boys. A lot of that. We get a lot of that. You know that after I quit the show, I'm going to join the birds, don't you? I love and hate Frank Zappa. There's something about he's a lot of fun, but his attitude is always so like I'm better than him. Oh, he's yeah, the smartest like, man yeah. in the room. Oh, I'm not a musician. I'm a yeah. composer. Yeah. He's the smartest Here's, guy in the room. Yeah, there's uh, <laughs> if you've ever listened to uh Tom Sharpling's The Best Show, he hates Zappa and makes fun of him a lot. Calls it uh his music uh jazz-based toilet music or I would say that spot fucking up. And there was a great Zappa parody called Jazz Fart. <laughs> jazz Fart. Jazz Fart. Everyone's listening to the Jazz Fart. It's like, yeah, uh, it sounds exactly like it. That's, that's what I think of when I think of yeah. it. <laughs> With the mothers, who are you going to join? I may join the birds, too. I wanted to get into a very serious Did area. Did you that know that they, uh, as Frank Zappa, in the 80s, sometimes they, they had a big hit. Especially in they the had a, you, like because because of Zappa the, or the Monkees? The Monkees. Oh, yeah, they got back together. They got back together minus Nesmith. Right, they put out an album called Pool It. Yeah, and the song, that was then, this is now. Yeah. Which was a huge hit and heavy rotation on MTV. I didn't realize it was a huge yeah, hit. Yeah, yeah. You heard it a lot. I don't remember any other song from that album. Yeah. But they played that. And it was the original three minus Michael Nesmith. It was like, nah, fuck it. I mean, I remember watching the reruns on MTV, too. I was a real you little kid. Really young. Yeah, I was like a teenager. Yeah, but I remember watching it and thinking it was fun. And like, my parents had headquarters. And they had their Monkees albums from when they got them 20 oh, years yeah, before. Yeah. So, since... As a little kid, I liked the show. I remember like, like I guess this my is great. Monkeys album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Concerning your monkeys music, which uh, appears to me to be banal and insipid. You, you know? think that <laughs> our music, the monkeys music is banal and insipid? Well, words like that are hard to read. Especially <laughs> I don't, what I don't know is if... He's pronouncing it banal to be funny. I think it's he like is. he's saying anal on TV, or if he actually thinks it's pronounced banal. I think he's doing it as a joke because he wants to. Yeah, cause yeah, because it, it rhymes with anal. Yeah. Also, Nesmith, like in a lot of ways, sort of created didn't create music videos, but he hosted. He's, yeah, he produced that. I, remember, yeah. I can't remember the name of the show before MTV. Was it Friday Night Videos? Was that it? Him, was something was it that was it, Friday Night Videos was a different thing. Okay, uh, I can't remember. I want to say Night Flight, maybe? Oh, that was on USA. That was a different thing. That was a different thing. But That's when they would show weird cult movies yes. and old, yeah. Okay. He was, he was, but he is kind of credited as like the precursor to MTV. Like yeah. His company came up with like, we can show videos yeah. and stuff. Yeah. He's brilliant. Side by side. Also, his mom, I think it's his mom, maybe his aunt, invented white. That's right. I remember hearing that, which yeah. is fucking amazing. <laughs> 
Five. The soul of your music is on the one and the seven, sometimes on the three and the five. The soul of our music, the monkey's music, lies somewhere in between the one and a half, the two and a half, the three and <laughs> yeah, three quarters. Now he's being a smart guy. Yeah. On the piano. yeah. I'm Frank Zappa, but I'm classically trained composer. I, I know music things. Here we go. This is called disco ball. <laughs> because this is the monkeys, really tricky. Tell me, Frank Zappa, I've always wanted to have you show me how to conduct because I heard you. I mean, really if you're a kid in the '60s watching this, you're like, what, "What's going on?" Yeah, I don't know how well known the Mothers of Invention were to a mainstream audience yeah. in 1968. I can't imagine that big. And if you're like 10 or 11 and you're yeah. watching this, thinking "Wacky Monkeys," you must be going. What, what what's going on? Yeah, who's this fucking weirdo? Who's this fucking weirdo who's kind of pissing on it, but not really? But yeah. it's, it's weird. But it's really like Nesmith pissing on it. It's like let's, yeah. let's have Frank come in. He can be yes, me. Yes, it's 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 Nesmith pissing on it yeah. through Zappa. Because it was Nesmith as Zappa going. The monkeys are banal yeah. and insipid. Teach me. It's the other way around. You're a popular musician. I'm dirty, gross, and ugly. Well, <laughs> before we get too involved with the piano, let's whiffle over to the car, and I'll teach you how to play a car. Watch this. And now we get a classic monkey scene, and they're back in their own clothes. Now, this is the wacky monkeys that I remember from that movie. Destroying a car with a mallet. It looks like a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, uh, Donna Blunson's awesome. <laughs> Would you go to one of those like smash rooms? No, or it was uh, uh, a high school. Our high school had a, a fundraiser, yeah. and it was like they they brought a shitty old car, nineteen seventy whatever, into the middle of our courtyard, and like, you want to bang on this? It's a buck a bang, and you, they, they did an auction for who would get the window, because the window is the best part. Uh, yeah. So like you pay ten bucks and you, you mean the windshield? Windshield, I'm sorry, yeah. But yeah, so, but so windows the, are also yeah, like fun. yeah. The, you had to auction off the windshield because yeah. that was that was the money spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so rewarding. <laughs> so rewarding. Dude. What do they call those things? It's not a smash room, but it's literally like there is a smash room. Yeah, but it's not for. It's like go into a room. Uh, just to break shit. Just to and break have shit. like plates. Yes. And breakaway tables. Yes. And things. I want to do that so bad. It's like a the break, not a break room. It's like at work. But. It's the exact opposite of an escape room. Right. Kind of where you have to use your intelligence. It's just to get your aggression yeah. out and smash. Yeah. I want to do that. I want to so do bad. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that, that was the end of the clip. It was just a weird clip of That Zappa. was super weird for the monkeys. You can tell it's the end of production and they're out of script, yes. but they're still contracted for two more. Like, you guys got two more. I don't care what you, you do. You fill time. Yeah. Just fill time. Yeah. We're done. So just yeah. throw something in there. Okay, we're going to do Frank Zappa. I don't care. That's yeah. fine. But you can also tell, like, Nesmith and Zapp were actually friends. Oh, you can the tell, they yeah. were making fun of each other. Yeah. It's like, only actual friends talk to each other like that. Yeah, it wasn't uncomfortable or anything like that. Yeah, yeah they were definitely friends. You get that. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so what is Sands Who of is Time by Monday Mishiru? Mishiru. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love Monday Mishiru is a solo artist. Yeah. She is a uh, Japanese-American artist, that, uh, but from Japan. Um and she was big. Uh, she still does stuff now. She did a lot of that late 90s, early 2000s uh, kind of acid jazz, electro soul kind of vibe. Uh-huh. Um, uh, kind of that funky jazz that's a little speeded up a bit. Um, and I discovered her through my wife. 
And my wife discovered her because we were in uh, Dusty Groove, which I'm going to shout out to as the best record store in Chicago. Okay. It's a, it's a record store that uh, specializes in uh, funk and R&B mm-hmm. and like disco and like real rare stuff. It's one of those few record places where there's a, only a tiny little rock section and there's yeah. the giant jazz funk R&B section. And uh, every year we go to Chicago to visit my wife's family and I make a pilgrimage there. Yeah. Uh, but we've been going there for years. And one year, this must have been like early aughts, and just picks up a CD of Money Mishiro. She's like, I'm going to buy this. I was like, you have no idea. Who just going in blind and just like. And she bought it. She's like, well, I like the album cover. And the album cover is the picture of a baby's head. <laughs> and it's her child. It's Monday yeah. Mishiro's child. She's like, I just think it's cute. I was like, you don't know anything about this music. That's super fun to do. Though. Yeah. yeah. She, that's not what I do. Uh, it's I, not what I've ever done either. But no. I like the idea of yeah. it. And it's like, I, I don't buy physical media. Yeah. And I don't see the point anymore but this that's like backdoor the best argument i've heard <laughs> for like yeah you should go to a record store and buy physical oh i still buy vinyl and uh i love it and it's fun to do um yeah. but she just bought it and she's like i was like you have no idea what this music is dude she's like no well i'll just buy it it literally could be norwegian black metal. yeah it could be anything just that randomly found in this r&d store yeah and she put it on i was like well this is curve music <laughs> so I've kind of usurped it. Now I buy all her stuff. Yeah. Uh, and Did so, Anne actually like it? She didn't like it. Yeah, okay. she likes it because uh, it's it's very jazzy. Yeah. It's very jazzy. Um, this is my favorite song for her from Sands of Time. This is from like 2007 or 8. Okay. She's been around since the uh, mid-90s. She's beautiful, talented, and she plays the flute. Which Ooh. I'm like, oh, you're also nerdy. I don't think we've ever had a flautist on music. Unfortunately, right? there's no flute in this song. But she's still a flautist. She's a flautist. Yeah. She's a classically trained flautist, and that's what she started out as. Oh, yeah, this is almost like, um, not really like pizzicato flautist. Yes, exactly. Kind of like kind of that. Like that. Yeah. She was around when they were doing that song. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love this song. And I love her to death. But yeah, real Kirk music. This is the kind of Kirk music that I can totally get behind, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This I is, love Pizzicato. Oh, is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pizzicato is absolutely great. So she's had this like weird career where she's like, her parents are like geniuses and, and musical people. And she started out as a flautist. And then when she was like a late teen or something, some Japanese producer just saw her and was like, you're going to be in my movie. She's like, okay. <laughs> so she she acted for a while. Yeah. She won some awards and stuff, but she's a musician primarily. She married a musician. Well, so I'm sure it's a stage name, but I love Monday. As a no, that's a real name. name. Oh, is it really? Yeah, her name is Monday Mishiru. Great first name. Yes, great first name. I, I want to say the purple trilby hat she's wearing is perfect for this kind <laughs> of music. Yes, yes. Yeah. This is, uh, uh, yeah, this is music for me where I'm like, I don't know. It's a happy place. Yeah, this is real. Yeah, this is a good hook here. And just her, like, dancing kind of cute. Uh, this is, I mean, this is this is good for any scenario. You drive to it. Yep. You can just put it on on a Sunday afternoon yeah, while you're like, at home. Oh, my. This is my fucking you Sunday at home. You certainly go for a walk to it. Yep. I've like, gone to this. Sure. Um, but, yeah, this is like, you know what? I'm just going to sit home and, and read for the afternoon. Yeah. I'll put her on. Um... She also did, um, 
she had several albums, all very similar in this name. She's done a couple of uh, cover albums, which are great. She does R&B covers of, of, of a bunch of songs. Uh, some better than others. She did No Woman, No Cry, which I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that was problematic for me. Uh, but she's done, she does a lot of great songs. This is reminding me of something specific, and I can't place it, but maybe it's just that. There is, yeah. Some R&B. I don't know why this makes me feel nostalgic, because I didn't listen to this in any sort of, this wasn't around when I was in high school, I think. Just the sound makes me feel nostalgic. It makes me feel like it's fallout every day. I don't know why. It feels like autumn when I hear this song. No, I'm getting the same vibe. And I wonder if it's reminding both of us of the same thing that we can't place. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, but yeah. But despite this song, because uh, I heard the song before I saw the video yeah. of it years ago, uh, the song makes me feel like it's fall in Chicago or New York. Yeah, uh, early she, fall, yes. like yes. a new semester. Yes, yes, maybe it's the beginning of college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are new. It reminds me of a little of everything. Like yeah, a little bit of Al Jarreau, a little bit of Jill yeah. Scott, a little yes. bit of. Pizzicato 5 yeah, or Chibomato. Ah, uh, see, that's all that. I love all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what reminds me of that Chibomato, all that. It's really fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> She's great. She is great. And then they do the that. Very 70s keyboard sound. Yeah, I love here. that keyboard sound. Now it's reminding me of the opening. Oh, Bob James. Yes. It reminds yes. me It reminds me of Angela. Yeah. Theme from Taxi. Now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's so many things to us. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I would love... She doesn't come to America that much, I don't think. I would see if she came to L.A. Yeah. She's real big in Japan. Um, I follow her on Facebook. Oh, yeah, I'm going to check more of this out. Oh, yeah, she's great. Yeah. Um, there's so much about her. Yeah, there's... And it was just all because Anne was like, yeah, I'm going to get this. Otherwise, I would never have known about her. I know that you said it's from, like, 07 or 08, but it's like that... It, I'm getting very strong 70s and 90s vibes yes, from because she was big because she did the bulk of her stuff in the 90s yeah, yeah so she did like she has a best of album that the album that Anne bought that has her baby on it it's from it's music from 97 to 2000 yeah and it's great this isn't on it because this was later oh hi that was great Monday Mishiru alright we're gonna go uh, into a very upbeat one of my favorite jazz vocalists have you mentioned the just person before? I don't think I've ever mentioned her before. I think last it was last time we did a grab bag that I ended the show on that Anita O'Day. But the, at the Playboy Jazz Festival? It was, yeah, the Newport Jazz Festival. Newport Jazz, that was yeah, fucking yeah. great. Uh, so I wanted to end it on another jazz Good. vocalist. This is Blossom Deary. Don't know. You don't know Blossom Deary? No. When you hear her voice, uh, you may recognize okay. it. It's very, I don't want to call it like like a little girl, but it's very, it's very distinct and sounds... Like a little girl. <laughs> uh, but she, one of her songs is a song about Rhode Island called Rhode Island is Famous for You, which is from like an old, it's like an old show tune, but so she, she, she famously she, did it okay. as a jazz version. But that's not what we're going to listen to. Oh, okay. We're going to listen to her song, I'm Hip, from the late 70s, which is a great little song that sort of makes fun of hipsters. Oh. But like 50s hipsters. It, she's in the 70s. No, this, well, she... she uh, her first recording of the song is from a 1966 live album of hers. Okay. It was written in the late 50s by, I had to write this down because I did a little research, Bob Duro and Dave Frischberg. 
And then a little bit more fun trivia. Duro, Frischberg, and Blossom Deary all were involved later in Schoolhouse Rock. Oh, no shit. Blossom Deary sang figure eight. Oh, my God. <gasps> Frischberg wrote I'm Just a Bill. Oh. And uh, Duro wrote and sang three is a magic number. Three is a magic number is my favorite. Me too. Me too. Yep. Circle eight is beautiful. Which means. Number eight is beautiful. Yeah. Oh, figure eight. Yeah, yeah. So now you know the voice now. That sort of. Only know that voice. Right. So this is, I think this clip is from the 80s, I would say, based okay. on the look of it, um, where she's going to just perform her, one of her signature tunes. I'm mm-hmm. But she's probably like in her 60s here. Okay. And she's still real cute and uh, just does a great job singing this very funny song. If it will load. No, I'm going to have to cut out this dead air. Oh, oh here we go. Here oh, we go. Billy Taylor, jazz great Billy Taylor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Introduces my guest today. Oh, my God, yeah. A young lady who is a great musician. She's a composer. A I know him because of his glasses. Yeah. Her name is signature Blossom Deary. Also, her real name. Oh. Blossom Deary. That's great. Yeah. Hi, Billy. How are you doing? Good. It's been nice a long, to be here. It has been a long time. You know, uh, most people think of you as a singer, which you're a great singer, uh, but uh, I know that you're writing a lot of material and playing uh, and performing a lot of material. Uh, how did you get into such uh, a compositional area? Was this uh, always true? No. I have no idea what the fuck question he just asked. I don't either. I was trying to follow <laughs> I and I lost it. I lost it. Great musician, not a great interviewer. <laughs> yeah. I think yes. started writing songs in the 60s when I went to London. I would just love if she was ever on tour and she's she sang figure eight. If she ever did that, that would be so. I think people would flip out. She only died in like two thousand nine. Okay, yeah. Music, and I do have some very good lyric writers. Well, why don't you do? Why don't you do one of the things that uh, uh, demonstrates what we're talking about? I mean, they oh, have. Except uh, she didn't write uh, this song. It was well, just pick one of the tunes. Well, should I do "I'm Hip" then? That's nice. <laughs> I just I love this song because it's so funny and it shows like making fun of hipsters is not new. <laughs> it's not new. Yeah. It's been going on for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Also, there's a there's a line in, in this performance where she mentions reading People magazine, but the original lyric is Playboy magazine. Oh. But I don't think People was ever hip. No. So I don't think she needed to fucking change no, that. No, People was incredibly <laughs> That would be mainstream. like, I read Vice magazine. Yeah. I don't know what <laughs> Yeah, I can't do today's equivalent. The Believer, maybe. Oh, yeah. I'm square. I'm alert. I'm awake. I'm aware. I'm on top of every scene, making the rounds, digging the sounds. I read People That's Magazine. I love her voice. Yeah, I'm so getting figure eight now. I dig, I'm in step. When it was hip to be hip, I was hip. I don't blow, but I'm fat. Look at me swing, ring it and ding. I even fits call today my as girlfriend well. man. Yeah. I'm so hip. Every Saturday night, with my suit button tight and my suede on, <laughs> get my kicks, digging arty French flicks with my shades on. That's great line. Not too much, I'm a gas. I am anything but middle class. When I hang around the band, popping my thumbs, digging the drums. <laughs> Please don't seem to understand. 
just a great catalog of what oh, yeah. dicks were like in 1958 yes. or Yes, right? and some of it applies today. Yeah. I'm hip. I'm alive. I enjoy any joint with this jive. I'm on top of every trend. Look at me go, Vodio. This is a great song. It's really good. Sammy Davis knows my friend. I'm so hip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying Sammy Davis knows my friend. Yeah, that's a great line. That's a great line. Like it's it's an old version of the same thing, but yeah, we know douchebags like that. Yeah, so many. <laughs> I mean, the LA is filled with these people. But not weird. Like you notice, I don't wear a beard. Beards were in, but now they're out. They have their day. Now they're passe. Just ask me if you're in doubt, cause I'm hip. Now I'm deep into Zen meditation, <laughs> macrobiotics. Still today. Yeah, still was, fucking today. Yeah. Yeah. Yoga and yeah. <laughs> macrobiotics. Macrobiotics. As I can, I intend to get into narcotics. I love that line. Yeah. I intend to yes. get into narcotics. Billy Taylor liked it too. Yeah. <laughs> he enjoyed that as well. Because I'm cool. As a cuke. I'm a cat. I'm a card. I'm a kook. I get so much out of life. Really, I do scuba duba. <laughs> One more time, play Mac the knife. Let her rip. Uh-huh. I may flip, but I'm him. Ooh, I'm him. It's so funny that she's the woman that did figure eight. Yeah. This is so like jazzy. Which is a real pretty song, so but no, she was pretty, real yeah. like jazzy jazz. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that was fucking amazing. I love her voice because the way like she it does. I don't know how to describe it other than she sounds like a little girl, but not in that gross like baby doll. No, like, it's not baby. Eartha Kit Santa yeah. baby thing. Yeah. But it because her voice is crystal fucking clear. Yeah, it's just the her register. I think. Yeah, yeah. I love that song. Wow. Yeah, but uh, that was our last clip. Yeah. Another. Let's close the grab bag up. Yep. That's right. Another ten episodes. Right. Shutting it down for another ten. Weeks. Yep. Uh, but we'll be back next time with a sequel to last year's Rebel Girls episode. Yes. More rock and chicks. Yes. Until then, please, please. Listener, take a minute to leave us a positive rating and a glowing review on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to signal boost our show and get more people to see and hear it. Thanks for listening. I'm Paul Champanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. Until next time, see ya!